0: This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan, And you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast
1: store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It is Wednesday night, September 29th, 2021, so you know what that means. Another brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host, Paul Zartman. I feel like I say this every single week anymore, Paul, but what a fun Dynamite episode that was.
0: I know. I... Um... I wasn't sure what to expect when I saw the card. I mean, I knew it was going to be action-packed, but I was sitting there going, okay, so some of these matches are going to be two or three minutes long, and that wasn't the case.
1: No, it wasn't the case at all. Good show, flowed well, went by pretty fast, just as uh, Dynamite should. Uh, Got an awesome main event. I mean, I don't think there's any spoiler here. It's in our title. We have a new TNT champion. Uh, God's favorite champion is Champion No More. Um, kind of took you and I by surprise.
0: It did. Um, my my uh, oldest daughter kind of told me I looked like I was having a spaz attack. <laughs> I might have popped a little too much for Sammy's win.
1: Well, I, I will I will give my thoughts on the match when we get to recap oh, yeah. because I there was. Um... Yeah. No, I don't want to spoil anything. I'll give my thoughts (laughs) when we get there. But uh, I do want to say tonight's show hit all kinds of emotions. It was in Rochester, New York, which was supposed to be planned last week or last week. Last year, it was the next show right when the pandemic kind of started. Um, So looking back on it, Matt Hardy and Brody Lee's AEW debuts were supposed to happen in Rochester, New York, which the late great Brody Lee was originally from. Is his hometown. So you can just imagine the pop he would have got. So tonight oh, was yeah. still kind of a tribute to Brody Lee. Dark Order was more involved with this episode of Dynamite than they had been in the last few months. So, uh, pretty, pretty touching show. We even saw Negative One and Amanda Huber making uh, TV and Parrots tonight.
0: Those were great segments, and we'll talk about those as
1: they come up. So, they definitely tugged at the heartstrings. That Ooh. is for sure. So, uh, kicked off tonight with a tribute graphic dedicated to former AWTNT champion Brody Lee. Like we were saying, JR began a telecast with It's Wednesday night, you know what that means. Um, and he said, We're coming to, to you from Rochester, New York, which is the home of the late Brody Lee. Crouch, Chan, Brody Lee, the CM Punk's music hits. He comes out to an explosion, does a lap around ringside before joining commentary for the evening, which was a surprise to me. I knew he was going to be on. Um, he did hint on Twitter that the New York State Association, I believe, or something to that regard, does not allow uh, stage dives, so that's why he could not do a stage dive tonight. So he was on uh, commentary for the whole night. He didn't get pulled up, pulled off early by Team Taz. <laughs> Like we've seen in uh, weeks past,
0: no, he uh, he had a special insurance policy so that nobody would attack him <laughs> and, and yeah. he wanted that pexy, plexiglass, but it just wasn't in the budget.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, then Adam Cole, uh, his music hits, place goes nuts. He's just a little over, Paul. just a little bit. Uh, Excalibur even mentions that All About the Boom is number one on the iTunes chart for metal, it, and that is a fact. He's not making that up, he's the yeah. number one bot metal song right now on iTunes, which is awesome. It is a catchy song, I will say. Uh, jo- Jungle Boy comes out. Krabs loving his thing, too. I was really looking forward to this match. I thought this match would open up the show. I know Adam Cole oh, yeah. said in many different interviews, Jungle Boy's one opponent. He was looking forward to facing in AEW. Fun back-and-forth match here. A lot of that exchange between uh, multiple kicks, big-time moves. Um, towards the end of the show, we saw uh, Adam Cole hit Jungle Boy with a super kick and then a Panama Sunrise. I thought it was over then. I yeah. love that move. I love the Panaro- Panama Sunrise. Went for the pin, but Jungle Boy kicked out the last second. Shocked Adam Cole. I even tweeted from our account, Adam Cole's facial reaction- reactions or expressions, I should say, are priceless.
0: Oh, yeah. The man knows how to do everything in that ring. So, to the, the reaction he always has. Whether it's a win or a loss or, you know, a surprising kick out, it's always something great from Adam.
1: He knows the, how to uh, sell and he knows how to tell a story, but he should since it's always Adam uh, story time with Adam Cole, baby. Um, Jungle Boy puts a, Cole right into the snare trap right after he kicked out of the uh, Panama Sunrise. Uh, Jungle Boy goes to the ropes behind Cole, but Cole hits Jungle Boy with a low blow. Then he hits the boom. Which he is now calling that move the boom. It used to be called the last shot to get the win. After the match, the super elite minus Don Callis make their way to the ring. The good brothers, the young bucks, Michael Nakazawa, and Brandon Cutler and Kenny Omega all meet Adam Cole in the ring. Then we go to commercial break. After commercial break, we see Carl Anderson and Matt Jackson both do some quick promos, talking about how great they are. Then they hand uh, the mic to Nakazawa to let him say a few words. The crowd begins chanting for CM Punk. Kenny Omega takes takes over and says that he and Brian Danielson went to the limit last week. Omega says Danielson will not get another shot. Then Brian Danielson's music hits. Now out out he comes. He says he wants a rematch. Danielson says he knows what Omega says. And Omega has no balls. And The crowd begins chanting Kenny has no balls. Danielson then says, uh, let's see if anyone in the super elite has the balls to fight tonight. Danielson calls out some backup before he jumps into the ring with the super elite. Uh, Christian Cage, Frankie Kazarian, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus, Source, and Marco Stunt come out to clear the ring, and we go to commercial break.
0: Marco Stunt. What what what's he gonna do?
1: He's gonna do nothing. He can I take mean, on Cutler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> the only way he's gonna get a singles win is over Cutler. Right. Or maybe Avalon even.
1: Yep, exactly. Um maybe Ryzen. Ryzen if he's still on uh on on AW Dark. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I, uh,
0: probably the worst hit record in all of history.
1: Yeah. I did like the kitty has no balls that, that popped me. I also yeah. like the fact that, that, um, I also like the fact that we see, uh, Brian Danielson, sorry, I got text message, kind of lost my thought there. Brian Danielson <laughs> always come out with the white t-shirt
0: mm-hmm. instead of
1: the shirt they're selling on shop Yeah.
0: It's kind of cool. Um, Makes me think of punk. I mean, punk came out in this shirt, you know, like once or twice uh, for his debut. And after that, it's just kind of been random stuff like tonight's rancid sweatshirt.
1: Yes, um, I. uh, uh, The breaking news, um, I we're not watching roads to the Top, of course, since we're doing this podcast. But uh, Sammy Guevara was interrupted in a celebration by Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish for Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship next week.
0: Okay.
1: That's pretty big news. You heard it
0: here first on the Kicking Out podcast.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, another former member of the Undisputed Era shows up in AEW. Wow. That's big time. That, that is. Tough.
0: That is. So now the question will become, you know, does he try to join the elite or the super elite, I should say?
1: I don't, I don't know. I, 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 mean, he's been with MLW. So that, that just shocked me tonight that that's, man, another TNT, Sammy defended it one week into it. I like it, but man, that's, uh, that just kind of blew me away from my thoughts from tonight's show for a little bit. <laughs> so I got a text messages about it. So I went to Twitter just to see uh, if that was right. And it, it is indeed right. So, mm. um, awesome. Yeah. Um, after we returned from commercial break, uh, Tony Schiavone, stand with the Lucha Bros. They get interrupted by Ad- Adrade El Igolo. Uh, He says he has some guys who will take those tag team away from them. The Lucha Bros accept his challenge, and Andrade walks off.
0: Who do you think it is?
1: I don't even know who he gets along with.
0: <laughs> and is it somebody from AEW, or will it be somebody from Probably AAA? Probably an
1: outsider. Yeah, AAA. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I I do like how they featured the Triple A tag titles tonight on AEW. Yeah, it's nice
0: to see those for a change. I mean, yeah. I often forget that the Lucha Bros are champions.
1: I do too. I do too for the Triple A, of course. Yeah. Um, I forget Kenny's the Triple A champion. Oh, yeah. Cuz he he uh, defended over Andrade at, at Triple Mania.
0: Mhm.
1: Which we were both wrong about that.
0: Yeah. I so, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, we didn't have a match uh, Matt Seidel and Dante Martin your boy Dante versus uh, Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson of course they're joined ringside by Arn Anderson and Brandy Rhodes I texted you before this match that are we gonna get more friction between double-a and Cody because double-a was on the busted open uh on busted open radio with Dave LaGreca and Bully Ray late last week on Sirius and uh called Cody Hall of Hollywood Cody Pretty much mm-hmm. said he needs to focus on his in-ring work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i personally more excited about post-match than anything that happened in this match. And yeah. I mean, it was a great match. Don't get me wrong. It was a great match. But uh, we'll, we'll go through the match and then I'll give you my thoughts.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of back and forth. Um, interesting styles on this match. Kind of had three. Really athletic guys, and I'm not saying Cody's not athletic, but his style's just different from these other three. Right, he's not that high flyer. Um, But basically, towards the end of the match, Dante Martin hits Cody with a big missile drop kick, goes for the pin, but Cody kicked out at two. Uh, He hits a double stomp moonsault on Cody again, went for the pin, but Cody kicked out. Lee Johnson tagged himself in. Lee Johnson hit a pump, pump handle neck breaker and got the one, two, three. After the match, we see uh, Cody Rhodes call out Malachi Black, but Arn Anderson stops him right away, asking what happened. Arn says that Cody has been dropping the ball. Arn says you you left your boots in the ring. We did not talk about that. Arn says that he does not coach losers. He tells Lee Johnson to uh, let's go. At least you listen to me. And they walk away, leaving Cody in the ring by himself. As we went to commercial break, that was just a short synopsis of it. There was a lot more to it than
0: that. Oh man, yeah, that uh. That whole, um, if you're sitting at a red light and somebody jerks open your door, that went a whole different way than I thought it was going to. Yeah.
1: Arn mentions, uh, how he would get his Glock out and, uh, blow the guy's brains out pretty much like, all right, Arn, you're going there. All right.
0: Yeah. Now we know if Arn ever gets carjacked, uh, it was Arn. <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure Arn would hit the guy with a pine to the spine anyways, but, Yeah, Um, Where are we going with this, Paul?
0: You know, um, I I think we're going to start to see the separation of the Nightmare family. I I do, too. And I think Malachi Black is going to take credit for it.
1: For the longest time, I thought Double A would eventually turn on Cody and try to break Mm -hmm. his arm or something like the Horseman at Dusty. Maybe they still play homage to that, but I know everybody's thinking Cody Rhodes, he'll turn and, and Cody's not dumb. He, he even, he, he, he plays to it in interviews. Says mm-hmm. he hears the crowd booing him. Doesn't care. He's glad he gets a reaction. So he knows, he knows what's, I mean, he talked about it with in an interview with Barstool sports as Robbie Fox this week when he's promoting the uh, roads to the top. So he's not dumb. He acknowledges all the rumors and everything, but uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know if we're going to get it or not, the heel turn, in 2021. 20,
0: uh, I don't think it'll be in 2021. I think we're going to continue to see Arne, um, Cody and Lee kind of tag a little bit, maybe, or somebody else from the Nightmare family. Arn will eventually, it won't be Arn that'll turn. It'll be Arn who tells Cody's tag partner to do the turn, I think, is where we'll go with that.
1: Or Brock turns.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: But I, I mean, are we done with the Cody Malachi rivalry? I, w- I kind of wish I, we were, but I don't think we are.
0: I don't know. I think uh, I think we'll see some separation from these two for a little bit, kind of like we saw tonight where Cody goes to call out Malachi, but Malachi doesn't show, obviously. And, you know, Arnold continue to say, you've got to stop this. And then finally, when it does break, like I said, Malachi will go. I achieved what I set out to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes. It's always, you know, a lot of people mention the Cody verse. It's kind of mm-hmm. out here away from the rest of the show and never really know where a storyline's going to go.
0: Well, now this is for anybody who follows the Sammy vlog. We'll cody eventually come out as fuego's son
1: god i hope not <laughs> i hope they don't incorporate anything from the vlog in the dynamite
0: well even really
1: if it's with BTEs, so
0: even if it's not as fuego's son but in that gimmick with a mask and i don't the... want to see
1: cody in any stardust crap any mask none of that no 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 all
0: right daniel bryan and no. yes, I meant to say that.
1: Yes, I know you did. Uh, no, if, if they're going to do that crap, put it on Elevation or put it in Dark and Universal Studios. I don't want to see it on TNT.
0: <laughs> what about <laughs> no. on TBS?
1: Right now, TBS, that's fine. <laughs> Come 2022, no, I don't want to see it on TBS either. So.
0: No, I think um, – I, I don't think Cody will fully make the turn. Yeah. I think – referencing hollywood it'll be more like a hollywood hogan style turn where he he was a bad guy but he wasn't a bad guy you really liked him but you know you were supposed to hate him and i think we'll see more of that style you know the crowd already hates cody and right. he's a face
1: right roman reign style yeah so we'll see what happens. We then got a six-man tag. I completely forgot about this match: uh, Bear Country and Anthony Green versus John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen, along with Sting. What a uh, what a foursome that is! Uh, pretty quick match here. Uh, we did see uh, Eddie Kingston hitting towards the end of the match, hitting Anthony Green with a few punches before Kingston tagged in Moxley. Moxley got a few punches in on Bear Bear Boulder, then Kingston uh, and Moxley hit the Violent Crown. Moxley then covered Green to get the win. Darby hit the coffin drop on Bear Country outside the ring. Sting then called into the ring to hit Anthony Green with the Scorpion Death Drop, and he does. Yeah. Quick fun match for the crowd.
0: It was. Moxley and Kingston remind me of school bullies. (laughs) But in a good way, in a fun way, you know. It's just... The look they have, it's like ah, we don't care, you know. Like when Anthony Green jumped off the top rope and they just kind of stood there and puffed out their chest and he just bounced off of them.
1: What'd you think of their um rampage main event win over um Suzuki and Archer?
0: I thought it was good for him.
1: Yeah, homicide makes a yeah. makes an appearance really cool.
0: Yeah, it was i loved it. Crowd nice loved to it. see, yeah crowd did love it um I, I do gotta i gotta give sting props here he went to go over the guardrail in the very beginning of this match as they were making their intro and he realized he could so he just kind of laughed it <laughs> off and walked around
1: yeah take uh 62 or 63 year olds yeah now nope, i can't do that anymore
0: but you know at least he laughed about it he right. didn't just sit there and be like ah
1: right right we then got a 16-man tag team match. This was added late this afternoon. Orange Cassidy in the full Dark Order with negative one versus the Hardy family office. Uh, the Dark Order members were arguing before the match began. The Butcher and the Blade went after Preston Vance and, and, and tried to take off his mask. Vance tagged in. Orange Cassidy and the Blade tagged in Mark Quinn, uh, which I should say Mark Quinn. And... Um, well, Isaiah Cass- Cassidy, I couldn't think of his name. And Isaiah Cassidy in Brooklyn Net jerseys because they're not too far from, from Brooklyn. I mean, same state, I guess. Um, Orange Cassidy took down Mark Quinn with a strike. Then Isaiah Cassidy went after Orange Cassidy. Um, now all 16 men in the ring were fighting as it we went through picture and picture and commercial break. Hardy Family Office is in uh, complete control during the break as Jack Evans took out uh, Stu Grayson. Alex Reynolds got in the ring. And takes that took down in the Helico, uh, Jack Evans goes for Reynolds, and Reynolds goes into to the uh, goes into evil Uno Uno Stu Grayson and Colcabana leave. And then they get stopped by Negative One Amanda Huber Conte, and Anna Jay. Amanda Huber pretty much orders them back into the ring, and they do so. Then the Dark Order started working together, and they cleared the ring out pretty quickly. Uno Grayson Cabana Reynolds and the Dark Order um, clear to the ring. Stu Grayson hits the fatality. And then pens one, two, three. After the match, uh, they all celebrate together.
0: Amanda, the new leader of the Dark Order.
1: Well, I think, I mean, you know, she's the Exalted One's wife. So she is technically the boss.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they listened to her a lot better than they listened to Inna J when she came back or yep. even each other. Yep. Um,
1: so, but we negative didn't...
0: one with those papers, man. That was the crap pop
1: for it big time. Yeah, He he threw it better than Sue, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, 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 He threw
0: it better than Evil Uno. Yes,
1: yes, he did. No helmet this time either. Yeah, Uh, We didn't get a big debut like a lot of people were expecting, but um, as the day went on today, I kind of didn't get my hopes up for that.
0: My uh, hopes never really got up for it. I mean, I think it'd be cool, but like we've talked his gimmick right now, he'd be a great fit for impact. Even even just as the Wyndham character, it would well, be a great fit for Impact or New Japan even.
1: Well and the, the 90 days that goes to like the end of October. So it October would only to happen if he got out of it early, which has happened sometimes. So
0: Malachi still Black, situation. Adam Cole.
1: <laughs> yeah, still a situation to keep your eye on. Yeah. We then got a quick promo from Leo Rush, and he says he's now with AEW and will have an investment gimmick. Mm-hmm. So is it good to see Leo? I guess out of retirement again. Maybe he probably shouldn't have ever made a statement that he was retiring. Well, he but made if a he lot of... thought he was, then he was.
0: Yeah, and he made a lot of statements about being a businessman, making an investment, being mm-hmm. you know. So, I think we're going to kind of see him as that manager role for a while. Could be. Maybe he'll bring in some big talent that will be, you know. Could be. You know, slated as the next AEW champion or something like that.
1: Or if it's all about money, it could be a Hardy Family Office edition. (laughs) Let's hope not. We then no. see FTR uh, cut a promo and, and says they are back with the best manager and have a renewed focus. Yeah, they need to start racking up some wins again.
0: Yes, they do. Um, you know, I'm glad that they're both back to full health now or as healthy as they yes. can be. Um, but yeah, let, let's get them on the right path for a change. I mean, they were on that path, and then it kind of they joined the pinnacle.
1: Then we get the guy that probably has the most heat, either him or MGF, with the AEW crowd. And that's Dan Lambert. Came out cutting a promo on Chris Jericho and talks about how Jericho's old. And the crowd begin chanting, shut the F up to Lambert. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio Sky says things changed about a year ago, and that one person who has believed in him since... That was uh, Dan Lambert. Lambert says the men of the year and America top team are the best in the business. I was surprised that they had America top team go over Jericho and Hager on Friday night's rampage.
0: So was I. Um, But this still goes back to I thought Jericho was losing to MJF. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's um I did read this past week. On uh, Fightful Select, which if you don't subscribe for Fightful Select, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. It's definitely worth your investment. Um, Jericho wanted the inner circle to lose the Stadium Stampede and disband. Tony Khan was not for that because he wanted them to be able to get back together whenever they wanted. So Jericho says right now he likes how things are. Everybody's kind of going their separate ways, but they're always still a team at the end of the day.
0: So, yeah, they're still the inner circle without having to do every bit what, as what, the inner circle.
1: What did bug me is where was the inner circle the other night when America top team was taking the two Hager and Jericho? That bugged me. But yeah. what is Sammy it?
0: was getting the cue cards ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to get his face kicked in the yeah. other night. Uh, we then get a match with Penelope Ford and the Bunny versus Anna Jay and Tay Conte. Um, pretty AJ. quick. Yep. T.J., pretty quick uh, tag, women's tag team match here, um, right around the 9.30 time slot. So, like usual, a little before 9.30, actually. Um, towards the end of the match, we see Tay Conte get the hot tag. She takes out Penelope Ford. She tags in Anna Jay. Anna J takes uh, – and Ford actually took down Anna J with a knee breaker. Next, Tay Conte hit the bunny with the Tay KO on the outside. Anna J locks in the Queen Slayer, and the Bunny tapped out. Native One came out to celebrate with Conte and Anna J. Pretty, uh, another touching moment that to tugs up the heartstrings. There,
0: he almost lost his pants getting into he the did.
1: He almost <laughs> did. Yes, poor he did. guy.
0: He was so excited. I don't think anybody told him they were winning. I mean, he was nowhere to be found, and then that bell rang, and it was just like,
1: Phew! <laughs> yeah. He's so got the energy. Oh yeah. We then got a promo for the upcoming Rampage match of Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, and Thunder Rosa. It's gonna be a good one.
0: And unfortunately, I'm gonna call it now. Uh, Jade Cargill's gonna win this match.
1: She should, but I think I think Thunder Rosa wins, but pins Nyla.
0: Mm, okay. It's Thunder Rosa's number that one would... in the rankings
1: that protects Jade. I don't know if that goes against Jade's record or not. I don't know how triple threats and fatal fours work when it comes to records.
0: I think it's more singles. Yeah. uh, Because MJF has losses as a tag team, but you don't see that on his record. Yeah. So,
1: speaking of MJF, (laughs) he came out and says he wants AEW to be successful, which will continue as long as he gets what he deserves. He says that there are young wrestlers who will continue to help build this company. Talks about. Uh, pillars such as Jungle Boy, he says BM him. Samuel Guevara, BM. Darby Allen doesn't say he be him. He just kind of glances over Darby Allen. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. In mm-hmm. himself. MGS says, without me, the company is not shit. He says he deserves to be the AEW champion. He tells Tony Khan, out of all of the cons of pro wrestling, you're definitely in the top two. <laughs> says he has his old buddy from MLW, Bruce Pitcher. Pritchard on speed dial. If Tony does not start giving him what he deserves, that raised my eyebrows. The mm-hmm. crowd starts chanting for CM Punk. Darby Allen comes out and tells him to go. Allen says nobody cares and he can go. Darby says he is uh, with AW until death. Darby says to MGF, how can he be a top tiller, pillar because uh, he's the only one who has uh, held gold in this company. MGF tells the crowd why Alan is straight edge, and that's because when Alan was a kid, he got in an accident. When he was when he was a kid, MGF says Alan's uncle died that night, but the wrong person died that night. Man, he just takes stabs really deep. Uh, MGF tells Alan to hit him, and Alan thinks about it, but he won't let MGF break him mentally. MGF and Warlow leave the ring and walk away. You know, deep there's stuff here, man.
0: Deep, deep stuff. And there's one thing I noticed throughout that promo out of everybody on commentary, punk didn't say a word mm-hmm. until it was over. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it, it reminded me almost too much of the Jericho punk feud where Jericho brought up his dad right. being a user. And right. so uh, that one was borderline for me. I'm glad it was an uncle. And I don't know if that's actually true or not. It is a true um, story. Okay. Yeah. So.
1: Darby in his very, like the vignette they had in his very first introduction to AW talks about that.
0: Okay, I missed that. Or I that's don't why remember his face it.
1: is painted. Side to side, it feels like half of them died that day.
0: Okay. See, I the knew there was something about an accident, and yep. that's why it was, was half and half, and five years
1: old or so. And he got in a truck with his uncle. Didn't know his uncle was drunk. His uncle was drunk driving. They got in a wreck. His uncle passed away. Darby didn't. Okay. Yeah, so said was, that's why he lost trust on people that day. Half of them died inside.
0: Very, uh, very similar to the Punk Jericho yep. feud. Yep. Um I think it'll be great with these two, though.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to Punk versus MGF sometime in 2022. Yep. Assuming uh, that we get it in 2022, or now 2023. Punk Cole. Yeah, I would like to see that for you, next. <laughs> Punk, Punk took a lot of verbal shots at the elite tonight. So
0: Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, I don't he think
1: is. he's done with Team Taz yet, though. <sighs> I think he's done with Hobbs, but he can send Hook.
0: <laughs> okay, here's a question for Ricky you. Ricky Starks. Yeah. Well, it so won't be Ricky Starks. Rick,
1: we, we haven't seen Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Exactly. Ricky still hasn't faced
0: off against Brian yet. So, I mean, it'll be like 2024 before that match happens. So.
1: I think. I think they were ready to do it, and then Brian Cage's wife came out and said what she said, and it kind of maybe dug him a deep hole. Oh, I missed that. She pretty much called out AEW for not using him correctly on Twitter. Mm. He liked it on Twitter a few weeks ago. Ah. Which, I mean, you can make a point that they haven't used him correctly, but that's what happens when you get so many talents. Some people get lost mm-hmm. in the mix.
0: And again, you know, um, Kayfabe's dead. Yep. And if he was a heel still, I don't think too much would have been said about it. But as a, as they're trying to make him a face, I think that was more of the problem probably. Right. But right. um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, no. I didn't mean to interrupt.
1: You <laughs> You were saying something about oh. Ricky Starks.
0: Well, uh, before uh, Hook. Hook, do you think Hook's the one to get the pin over Punk? No. Okay. No, unless There's they think he huge... can be
1: an absolutely huge megastar.
0: Yeah, I've seen debate on Twitter and on Facebook all week long that Hook's the one that's going to get the pin. So I wanted to get – I don't see it being that way. It's too early.
1: There's a lot of people who do. The Hook stuff on Twitter and Facebook is all trolling and it's because people like to have fun with it. If somebody's taking it seriously, they're missing the mark. It is all just (laughs) fun because nobody even knows when Hook's going to make his debut match. No way he's going to go over. Right. No. No. Yeah, we think of the TNT championship match, which is the main event. Oh, before that, I should go over next week's card, but I don't have oh. those notes down here.
0: Uh, they didn't say much. They said the casino ladder match is back. Sheeta will face Serena Deeb for the uh, for her 50th win if she can beat her. So chances are uh, Sheeta is going to win next week. Um,
1: well, but now we know Sammy Guevara and Bobby Fish. For the Sammy Guevara, time.
0: Bobby Fish, which we didn't talk about uh, in the lineup because of the fact that Sammy hadn't won yeah, yet. Because
1: I'm going to recap that match next. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> alert!
0: Oops. Um, and then it'll be uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega taking on Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, and Luchasaurus.
1: Okay, what's going on Friday Night Rampage? I know we got Nyla, Thunder got- Rosa, and Jade Cargill.
0: We've got uh, Nick Jackson versus Brian Danielson. That's going to
1: be fun. That's going to be fun.
0: I am blanking the third. Oh, um, Orange Cassidy versus... um,
1: Yeah, Hardy hair versus hair, right? Well, they
0: said Hardy and they said hair versus hair, but it wasn't Hardy. It was the shorter of the two from T.H.
1: Evans. Oh, yeah, Jack Evans. That's right, because now Hardy did on on Dark or Elevation or something. He switched to Jack Evans.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's still
1: hair versus hair, though. Yeah, Jack Evans is losing his hair.
0: Yeah, Jack Evans is gonna look weird bald,
1: which nobody's gonna care. You know, they'd rather see Mount Hardy bald. Yeah, which I bet it was supposed to be Mount Hardy a while, and I bet Rebby steps. Nope, not happening.
0: Yeah, she she's not letting nope, that hair nope, go, and you
1: don't want to piss her off.
0: No, <laughs> she's scary. Yeah, she. Her is Her and Amanda scary. Huber. I do not want to piss either one of those two women
1: off. They nope. scare me. Nope. So (laughs) now let's get to recapping the main event, the TNT championship match between uh, Miro defending it against Sammy Guevara. Uh, Sammy's really been hyping up this match for the past week. This match had about 15 plus minutes. Very fun match. Um, uh we saw Guevara get a second win towards the end of the match he went for a big knee strike however Miro caught Sammy and hit him with a nasty German suplex Miro hits Sammy with a massive clothesline Miro's trying to get the crowd involved more the crowd is chanting for him Guevara hits Miro with a Spanish fly that was such a beautiful move Sammy gets in a ton of offense on Miro Miro then this is when I'm thinking okay Miro's gonna end it Miro goes to end it. However, Sammy avoids Miro and hits Miro with two jumping knees. Sammy and Miro go to the top rope. Miro's about the suplex, but Sammy goes from the top rope and hits Miro with a cutter. Then we see Fuego Del Sol come up on the ropes as Miro has been taken off all the turnbuckles. He distracts Miro. Sammy then hits Miro with a swinging or tornado DDT, I should say. Fuego's move, which they have shown in weeks that his neck is weak with the DDT. Mm-hmm. Then Guevara nails Miro with the GTH. Awesome. Almost immediately. That right there, I'm saying cover him, cover mm-hmm. him. Oh he yeah. Goes, goes to end it. And, and it goes up top to finish it with the 636. I'm thinking, Oh my God, he's going to miss. then get choked out and he's got to blow his opportunity. Kind of like we saw last year, full gear when cash Wheeler went for the, the, um, uh, springboard, uh, flip front moonsault and missed. Yeah. Uh, but Sammy hit the 636 Centon on Miro, getting a one, two, three, and new TNT champion, Sammy Guevara.
0: Yeah. Can we just talk about the fact that every week when we do Kicking Out podcasts, we're always talking about Darby's dives to the outside. We're talking about uh, Ray Phoenix's dives to the outside. Sammy, I think, just topped both of them tonight with that move. I mean, from Matt over onto the floor, over the ring post.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, they got some freakishly athletic dudes in, in AEW. I still would put Ray Phoenix up against anybody.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. But, I mean, you know, that move, Ray's going to have to come back and end up in, like, the seventh row now to be able to compare to
1: that. <laughs> yeah. No, for the
0: month of September.
1: Don't, least. don't challenge him, Paul. He might just do that.
0: Every time we talk about it, he seems to do something crazy the next time he's on TV. Yep. And one of these times, uh, either him or Darby is going to take themselves out.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure is. So I'm uh, still looking on Twitter here about the Sammy Guevara and Bobby Fish challenge. Bobby Fish actually tweeted out a challenge to Sammy and Sammy accepted it. During the commercial break on the Roads to the Top tonight.
0: Okay. Yeah, I know. uh, As they were wrapping Dynamite, they said, We'll hear from the TNT champion during the first break of Roads to the Top. Right. So
1: I got it. I got a recording on my DVR to watch. So do I. (laughs) Probably sometime (laughs) later this weekend. So
0: yeah, I won't spoil it for you.
1: (laughs) Appreciate that. Um, All right, Paul. Rating from zero to 10 for tonight's Dynamite. Solid eight. Solid eight. All right.
0: Um, there a lot of good segments. I just, there were a few that, you know, just I, I couldn't get behind. Like, I know it's a big deal. You know, Jungle Boy was the first one with 50 wins. Mm-hmm. So we celebrated that. But they didn't make it as big of a deal leading up to it like they have with Sheeta. That kind of. Right. I mean, and it hasn't been on Dynamite. Most of Jungle Boy's wins were on Dynamite.
1: No, she has been forgotten about
0: Yeah, ever so. since she
1: lost that title.
0: Yep. They pushed her to dark or in, and elevation, and that's where she's been.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Um, there, I liked a lot of the show. I mean, I thought it flowed pretty good, but there was some stuff I kind of tuned out for. Leo Rush's promo kind of tuned yeah. out for. Her. I'm like, oh, Leo Rush is back. Cool. Um, and I was never a huge fan of him in WWE. I thought he did good stuff as a manager for Bobby Lashley, but that was about it for me. I
0: think it was poor... Placement. Him and Bobby right. didn't really click,
1: right? Um, at least for me. Uh, the six man tag with Darby Mox and, and Kingston was what it was. I mean, you knew they were going to win pretty fast in a squash match. Um, a lot of quick promos with like FTR, Luchabrosa, they the Lambert and American Top Team, and the best man or the man of the year. Um, but um, love the main event. Love the opener. Um, those were fun. Mm -hmm. but besides that everything else was good but nothing over the top i just really enjoyed those those two and then the mgf darby promo was good stuff too
0: yeah um quick question for you that maybe you caught and i didn't who was the other guy with the hardy family office i mean there was matt hardy i recognized private party butcher and blade and and then there was that other random guy who, you know, he's, he's a talent the...
1: from dark and I forget his name. He, I saw him on the graphic <laughs> and I meant to look it up and I never did. So no, I'm right okay. there with him.
0: All right. That just threw me. It didn't seem to fit.
1: No, they just keep adding more people. And you know, with a 16 tag match, the Hardy family office is really like seven guys. So they had to add somebody.
0: Another question for you okay. before we get to wrestler of the night.
1: Yeah, no, no problem.
0: We, we've seen more and more of uh, the Super Elite. The yes. Bucks drop their belts. Yep. Cole doesn't have a belt. Right. Are we going to get a Trio's belt? Yes. You think now, Do you think it'll be the Bucks and Cole that win it?
1: I think they they want it. I mean, the Yum Bucks oh, the, even referred to it on Twitter a week ago. They've
0: um, been talking about a Trio's belt since, you know, shortly the, after the company started.
1: The, the Gun Club. Once, mm-hmm. a, once a chance at it, um, you could even do you could do Jungle Express, Jurassic Express, Jungle Jurassic <laughs> Express.
0: I do the same um, thing all the time. Don't worry, because Jungle Boy.
1: Say, I was gonna say Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage, but then I forgot. Oh yeah, there is Marco Stunt. Um if he has a title in the company my god um dark order you can do other trios. than the I mean, bte <laughs> exactly hfo you could do trios you could even do trios with the pinnacle if you wanted to or the inner circle tons of trios i think it's time i know they're talking about another women's championship On, i think it's going to be the tbs championship once the dynamite switches to, to tbs so you don't want to add too many titles but I think another women's title and a trio's title would be perfect. And then I think you're done with titles.
0: You know,
1: I think, I think I, that'd be good.
0: I agree. It's a good amount of belts. You know, um, when I interviewed Cody, yeah, what well, feels like two years ago, because it's almost been two years mm-hmm. now, uh, he made the comment of, you know, we don't want to get too many championships because then it's like, you know, you get a belt and you get a belt and you get right. a belt and everybody gets a belt because right. we don't want that. Well, that was and before
1: I, the ICT title was even a thing.
0: Yeah which I, he tried to not hint at, but he kind of hinted at in that interview, sure. which you can sure. go listen to on our YouTube channel or uh,
1: however or, you listen or, to your podcasts. Yep. So. Yep. yep. All right, Paul, wrestler of the night. I, I know where you're going. He, this is obvious. Come on. Sammy Guevara. I mean, how? Yeah, I'm doing the same this week. I, I usually yep. don't agree, but it's, it's got to be TNT's wrestler of the week on, the, on their on their of everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. The kid has put in the work. He's one of the bright stars of the company. He's one of the future stars of the company, as is Jungle Boy, and as is Adam Cole. I want to say that. A lot of people don't realize Adam Cole right now is in his prime. We haven't seen the best of Adam Cole yet. No, we have not. That's still to come. MJF, of course, Darby Allin. A lot of guys we saw tonight are the future of the company.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: Sammy finally gets his first title. Won't be his last, but he fulfilled that promise that he was going to be a champion in 2021. I think he carries that title into 2022.
0: Oh, I think so too. It's you know just over two months into 2022, he'll keep it. Uh, they mentioned that Miro was uh, 329 days without a defeat. Now, I don't know if that included his TNT title run or if that was no. Just this, was his first, since this was his first. This was his first debut.
1: loss in and in, in AEW. Yeah,
0: right. Well, I was you know I didn't know if that was just TNT or his combined career in AEW that they were no, I referring think to. Is,
1: yeah, I, I think this was his first singles loss. So. Um, no, he, he definitely wasn't TNT champion for that long.
0: I didn't think so, but no, you TNT, know, time flies. TNT,
1: TNT title, no. I mean, it's went from Cody to Brody to Cody, to Cody to Darby, to Darby, to Miro to Sammy. Six, yeah, just changes.
0: Most and, uh, prestigious uh, and title. And I mean, if you want to talk about number of champions, there's a championship, like they, belt. Use it.
1: they use it. And, and, well, Cody never needed it in the first place, but he put no. some prestige on it. They use it until the guy gets up to where he doesn't need the title anymore for the push. And then they take it off of him. Mm-hmm. Perfect. 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 Yep. And, and Miro, Miro doesn't need it anymore. And no. even though he was a great champion, I want to see him gun for that AEW world title eventually. But mm-hmm. you need a baby face to take it off makeup.
0: Right. Which I think we'll get in... Uh brian danielson
1: you, th- you think he takes him off uh, oh i off think it a, will be full gear yeah
0: yeah i'll give it full gear if not if it's not him then when hangman comes back he'll take the belt yep that's why i did that i could see the top of it just enough earlier i was like he's got a hangman shirt on
1: yep i uh i brought it out of the closet that i hadn't worn in a while it might be my my favorite AEW shirt, or actually not even AEW, my favorite wrestling shirt I have. But, um I don't know, I've been saving the way. I was like, eh, maybe Heyman comes back tonight with Big Dark Order segment. But I knew, mm-hmm. I knew better than that. I think I, he's on the graphic for that Virginia show in November where he's from. Yeah. Got to think he comes back that night, if not um, a little before that. Um. I still speaking... wouldn't be surprised at the end of full gear. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. If if, if Kenny retains over Brian Danielson, then Hangman's hey music hits at the end of the show.
0: Oh yeah, we'll get some cowboy shit. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of November, I know I'm excited for this, and you are too. It could be an interesting night. Uh, the tenth.
1: November 10th, uh, A.W. Dynamites coming to Paul and I's home state in, in, in Indianapolis, Indiana. They're making their return. They were there in November 2019, making their return. I was off. I thought they wouldn't return until 2022. Um, maybe November is just the time of year they're going to come every year. Um, yeah. Indiana Farmers Coliseum down at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. So anybody listening to this that is in the state of Indiana, I know Paul and I are both planning on going. So if you see us, uh, say, hey. Don't be shy. Yeah,
0: which also means if we're both in indie, there's
1: probably not going to be a
0: kicking out podcast that night.
1: No, and 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 to be honest, I, I want to, and I'm glad you brought that up. There's going to be some other weeks. It, it might be difficult for both of us to record, especially the the two Saturday episodes yep. of November. So it could be one of us doing going solo or maybe we're going to grab somebody else to hop on the pod or we just take a week off. I, I don't know what it's going to look like yet. We're not giving up on the podcast by any means, no, it does get tough for both of our schedules when the Saturday dynamites happen. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, when this show moves to TBS here in the near future, we won't have to worry about that too much anymore. Yeah.
0: So, but yep.
1: hockey's going to get in the way for a little bit.
0: Uh, yeah. Hockey. Punk's favorite sport outside of wrestling.
1: It is. It is. He loves himself from NHL. So and,
0: he's a Blackhawks fan and everybody else sucks, as he says.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the Blackhawks suck and I like the avalanche, but that's all right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with Punk too much. I like seeing Punk. So yeah.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: any other final thoughts tonight on tonight's show or anything related to AEW in general?
0: Great, great show tonight. Um, I know I only gave it an eight, but that was just because those segments that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, sure. I mean I mean everybody's got those, but that doesn't take away from the quality of the show. No, good remember, show
1: following a maybe the best diamond ever last week.
0: Yeah. Remember, next week is their two year anniversary. So this company's only two years old, and they're putting on shows like this every single week. So where are they AWC- coming to us
1: from next week?
0: Ah. Uh, I blanked it.
1: Well, let me I totally
0: blanked it. Yeah, because my, my phone's over there charging. It's not by me. <laughs> I, I tossed it at the beginning of the podcast. Um, but yeah, so two years. And uh, I know Mall of America just ex, uh, extended a warm welcome to them if they want to do a show from the mall of america they're more than welcome to
1: yeah they're talking about the dynamite after full gear which would be really cool mall of america hasn't done anything since uh hmm. the first wcw Nitro, which yep. um lex luger made his appearance we're in philadelphia next week
0: okay that's right because punk said something about you know that's how he got on the topics of all these teams that suck in hockey because he was talking about <laughs> the upcoming schedule uh, <laughs> yeah, we to yeah. the
1: Philadelphia, then the following week's a uh, a Saturday, Dynamite. you got Friday and Saturday, both from Miami, uh, Rampage and Dynamite. And then the week after that is another Saturday. That one's Orlando. That's the interesting one because the Jericho Cruise is going to have a lot of AEW talent on it, so that might not be a full-stack show. No. Then Boston is on the 27th. And then Kansas City on the 3rd, then Indianapolis on the 10th. Rampage is still for November 5th in St. Louis, which is interesting. They didn't change that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, they'll pack up uh, in Indy and head straight to uh, St. Louis. Not that far of a drive, but still.
1: You mean from St. Louis to Indy?
0: Yeah. That's what I meant. And
1: then after Indy, they go straight up to Minneapolis for Rampage and then full gear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I meant.
1: Yep. Yep, Flip the the two. The show I was thinking earlier was the Heyman is on the graphic for Dynamite in Rampage on November 17th. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, they already got that booked. So that it's not going to Mall of America. I don't know what Mall of America was talking about.
0: I don't know. We'll see, though.
1: Because then then Chicago on November 24th, and then uh, Long Island on December 8th, and then after that, New Orleans in 2022. So... Quite yep. a few of them are booked already.
0: Yep, and of course, all cards are subject to change. Sure,
1: sure. So,
0: yeah. Uh, one final note I got before we start wrapping this: our top rope didn't fall apart.
1: No top rope falling apart. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no characters uh, dying, resurrecting themselves. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, with that being said. Uh, your final thoughts, Tanner?
1: No, it's still a great time to be a pro wrestling fan in general. Watch whatever you want to watch. Like whatever you got to like. Don't let anybody make fun of you or tell you that you're dumb for liking whatever you like. There's too much of that disagreement. We can disagree and still be friends. Um, yep. But uh, especially a uh, great time to be an all-way wrestling fan. Um, look forward to seeing what the rest of uh, 2022 has, or 2022, 2021 has in store of us heading into 2022 as we're getting – coming upon uh, the last three months of the Mm -hmm. year which is crazy to think so i think we'll i know i think uh in early 2022 i think we'll see some debuts some returns things like that so uh but yeah i'm already looking forward to next week's uh, dynamite from philly should be fun
0: yeah and with that uh don't forget to stop by pro wrestling tees pick yourself up some kicking out podcast merchandise support a great podcast and look great doing so Uh, Be sure to follow Kicking Out Podcast on all social media platforms at Kicking Out Pod. Don't forget to listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts each and every week. Uh, Follow Tanner Lee on social media at Tanner Lee 92. Follow myself, Paul Zartman, at Paul Zartman 921. And for Tanner Lee, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.